Intermountain Community Solar Initiative, which provides an opportunity to get bulk purchase pricing on a solar system installation. We're here with an Intermountain Wind and Solar client, Sam Raby, who went solar over a year ago. Sam, why did you go solar? Well, because my power bill was getting totally out of hand. It seemed like I could have bought a new truck for what I was paying the power company each month. I was paying over $500 a month. That's incredible. Why did you choose Intermountain Wind and Solar? Because of their professionalism, their eagerness, their knowledge, and how they explained all the ins and outs of my solar power system. And now my power bill has been about $8 a month for the past year. By participating in the Intermountain Community Solar Initiative, homeowners can save on average $4,000 to $6,000 off the cost of their system. To learn more, visit imwindandsolar.com. imwindandsolar.com. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. This week host Martha Raddatz, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, said the deal the U.S. signed on to with Iran is dangerous for the region. I'm sure they think it's a good deal, but uh, we differ. I think this is a, a bad deal. It leaves Iran with a vast nuclear infrastructure. We stopped short of talking about a military option against Iran. Critics say California Governor... Jerry Brown's new water restrictions, cutting private consumption by 25 percent, won't do the trick because 80 percent of California's water is used in agriculture. But irrigation is not part of the new executive order. Brown on ABC's This Week. Farmers are getting zero allocation from the federal central water project. And that's a big deal. That hasn't happened before. And Brown says California farmers have left hundreds of thousands of acres unplanted. They're pulling up vines and trees, and farm workers are out of work. They're about to start smashing atoms again along the Swedish-French border, firing up the Large Hadron Collider, bringing the world's biggest particle particle accelerator back online after a two-year shutdown and upgrade. Scientists hope the mission will give them a peek into black holes in the universe. You're listening to ABC News. Neighbor Pat Boone here. CNBC reports 30 to 60 percent of Americans are hiding cash and coins privately outside the banking system. Why? Because our money and savings CDs and money market accounts may no longer be safe. That's right. Today's unsafe banking world includes cyber threats, banking law changes, and spendthrift politicians, all of which may limit access to our own money. My friends at Swiss America have just released a vital new report free to the public entitled The Truth About Modern Banking, which explains 20 major banking risks we all face. As a bonus, they'll include a new future of banking CD. Why don't you get your free report and CD today by calling 800-289-2646. 800-289-2646. Be prepared for the worst while expecting the best. Call now. 800-289-2646 or online at SwissAmerica.com. It's 9.03 in the KSL 24-hour newsroom. Happy Easter. I'm Dan Jessup. KSL's top local story this hour, it's the 185th Annual General Conference, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. At last night's priesthood session, President Thomas S. Monson says, men of the church have a duty to serve others. As we honor our priesthood and live our lives so that we are at all times worthy The blessings of the priesthood will follow through us. 
Salt Lake City Police focused on LDS General Conference crowds again today as an extra 100,000 people from all over the world are in downtown Salt Lake. SLPD urging folks to take front runner and tracks if possible. If you do drive, watch for pedestrians and know there will be traffic congestion and some road closures. Conference will air right here on KSL at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Mary Richards will present a wrap-up of each session at noon and then again at 4 o'clock. Police asking for your help in finding a man who stole a pair of shoes. The man went into the Shopco store in Tatersville and swapped his shoes for a brand new pair of Nikes. Put his old shoes in the box uh, for the new ones and then started to leave the store without paying for them. Unified Police Lieutenant Justin Hoyle says a loss prevention officer followed the man out of the store, tried to block him from leaving with a shopping cart. The suspect then backed over the man, breaking his leg. He drove away in a 2005 gold or tan Hyundai Elantra, license plate number A75HY. The injured shop co-employee will be okay. The University of Utah women's gymnastics team will be heading to the national championship for the 40th straight year. The Red Rocks finished two out of the ten, uh, second out of the ten teams in the regionals at Berkeley. The NCAA championships April 17th through the 19th. Coming up on KSL News Radio. Lots of sunshine now, and uh, what a perfect day to be downtown or anywhere in the state. We'll check your Monday forecast. KSL News Time 905. Hi, I'm Amanda Dixon. We make it easy to find KSL almost anywhere. Stream us live at KSL.com and right on your phone with the KSL app and in your car. KSL News Radio. Hey, did you see these coupons? Oh, Smith's, right? Yeah, we get those. Low prices and fuel points, too. And their brands are a great value. You know, we used to talk about designer shoes. Yeah, but that was. Hey, Mom, look at me! Before kids. <laughs> Head to Smith's this week and bring home 16-ounce cartons of fresh strawberries. Now four for $5 with your rewards card. Low prices. Market fresh at Smith's. The Smith's Case Lot Sale is back. Head in and stock up on favorites like select Libby's Vegetables. Get a case of 12 cans for just $5.99. Limit two cases. And bring home 48 cans of select varieties of bumblebee chunk-like tuna for only $24. Limit two cases. That's only 50 cents a can when you buy the case. So stop by and save now with your rewards card. But hurry, the Smith's case lot sale ends soon. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Traffic and weather together brought to you by your Utah Toyota dealers. A nice drive so far along the Wasatch Front. Sunshine today, 67. Maybe some showers by Monday night into Tuesday and Wednesday. Even some mountain snow downtown. It's 58 degrees at 906. I'm Dan Jessup, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Utah's news, traffic, and weather station. To a special general conference edition of Everyday Lives, Everyday Values. A thoughtful and in depth look at the issues and interests that are unique to Utah. Special discussions of history and LDS heritage. It's General Conference Weekend, and these are Everyday Lives, Everyday Values on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. So good to have you along on this conference weekend, Everyday Lives, Everyday Values, and something very special is going to happen uh, tonight on Channel 5, and it's the debut, uh, part one of A.D. Many people recall the uh, series on the Bible, uh, Roma Downey, and so many others were involved, and now this picks up 
with Jesus' death and moves forward. It will air tonight at 8 o'clock on Channel 5. And we thought it would be most interesting today to have a discussion about this particular period of time, especially the episode tonight deals with the death and the immediate after uh, after word of of Jesus of Nazareth. And we have a very special guest, and I'm delighted to introduce everyone to Pastor Mike Bell, who is with the uh, South Mountain Community Church, moved to Draper, what was it, 15 years ago, Pastor? About 17 years ago. About 17 years ago. And is also, and I thought this was uh, interesting as well, the National Director of Hungry for Life. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about Hungry for Life. Well, Hungry for Life is what I like to call e-harmony for Protestant church missions. Uh, We uh, help churches, uh, evangelical churches, find international partners, and uh, we run logistics for short-term team activity and manage their ongoing projects. So another way to say it would be sort of an outsourced missions department. Interesting. For churches that need help uh, with those things. Just bringing people together. Bringing people together. Great things happen when you bring North American believers alongside people in developing countries. Uh, They they have a lot to offer one another, actually. And so the work and the good word can move forward. Exactly. Wonderful. Wonderful. Tell us about your congregation. Well, we meet in three locations, in Draper, South Jordan, and St. George. So it's one church, three locations. Uh, About 2,500 people between those three locations, Mm -hmm. Uh, different speaking pastors that share the same general notes uh, for the the message for the weekend, and a very upbeat, contemporary environment, very welcoming. We know we have a lot of people coming from various backgrounds, and so we want them to feel comfortable and understand what they're hearing. We introduced this program as being on a conference weekend, but it also is Easter, and in Christianity, and in, in world history. What an amazing thing this is, this day is, for you and for your congregation, Easter, what special message, above and beyond perhaps the obvious, does it have for you? <laughs> well, and I'm not the lead pastor of the church. I was on staff there uh, for 17 years, or for, I'm sorry, for 10 years, and uh, still a pastor affiliated with the congregation. Uh, but Easter is a, a really a, an important day because a lot of people come to church that day that never come right. any other time. And so uh, in the circles I run in, we, we're always trying to be strategic uh, with that message and make sure that we communicate uh, the truth of the resurrection. And really, this is uh, a pivot point in human history. And uh, a lot of things rise or fall based on whether that really happened or not. And so... Uh, the truth of everything that the Bible claims about Jesus really hinges on whether he rose from the dead, in my mind. So we, we try to really make a significant point of getting that message out clearly to people. I'm so glad you brought that up, because for a lot of Christians, you go on Easter, you go on Christmas. We call that the, them the Christers. <laughs> <laughs> and a christening, and yeah. perhaps a baptism. Exactly. Or a real good potluck dinner. Yeah, right, and, right. Uh, and then we show up. But it is incredible how significant this day is. And I think it's particularly interesting that this series would debut A.D. And I thought it would be interesting to maybe play a a clip or two from the series that many of us will be watching tonight and just talk about that time frame, that little snippet. And this first one for any Christian uh, holds some very, very profound significance. Are you or are you not? The Messiah. I am. 
and soon you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of God. How dare you speak his name? Well, as you mentioned a few moments ago, in Christianity, there are some very, very important uh, keystones right. without which everything falls. Was Jesus or was he not the Messiah? Was he the Son of God? Or was he a prophet or just a great inspirational teacher? And that's an interesting thing that that many in the world debate. Well, and, and I think C.S. Lewis put it poignantly, and I, I can only paraphrase him, but I remember him speaking about how Jesus really didn't leave us with the option that he was simply a great moral teacher. He's either Lord or he was a liar or a lunatic or something worse. And he said uh, that a man who makes the kind of claims that Jesus did uh, would not be a great moral teacher. <laughs> yeah. If he wasn't telling the truth, he would be the devil of hell or crazy on the level of someone who claims they're a poached egg, I believe was something he, he said. So uh, Jesus leaves us with really only a couple of options. And it's interesting, um, I heard Mark Burnett, one of the, the creators of this series, say that uh, this episode, this first episode, is going to start with Pontius Pilate uh, retorting to Christ after Christ has told him that he come to, he, he's come to earth to testify of the truth, uh, that Pilate says, truth, what is truth? And it's such an interesting question when you think about uh, truth being such a wobbly thing in our culture today. That's right. It's very and, fluid. Yeah, exactly. And yet Mark Burnett and Roma Downey are trying to present something to a mixed audience and answer that question in a profound way. You mentioned Pilate, and he will be played uh, tonight by Vincent Regan, and who was in The Musketeers' Clash of the Titans. <laughs> so he has a rescue me, so he has quite a uh, cinematic uh, portfolio behind him. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to this uh, next soundbite because each one of these sets the stage for some interesting thoughts and certainly interesting conversations regarding the uh, life of Christ and A.D. Identify yourself. I have permission to take possession of the Nazarene's body. On whose authority? The governor. If you will allow, I would like to offer my own tomb as your son's final place of rest. You'll be at peace there. Boy, that is a profound moment when someone steps forward, offers to take possession of the body, and put it in a respectful place. It has profound meaning. Absolutely, it does. Joseph of Arimathea, I believe. Um, yeah, and it does appear that it was uh, he was a man of, of significant means, and the body was put in that tomb. That tomb was sealed with a Roman seal. Uh, there was a guard posted out in yeah. front of it, and yet that tomb ended up being empty. And it seems to me uh, uh, some of the, the things that I enjoy reading are, are by people who, who sort of look at this situation from a legal standpoint. They say, based on legal evidence, right. um, it's really hard to come to any other conclusion than that some something supernatural occurred there. Uh, you You just simply would not have... Roman guards standing down and, um, you know, people allowed to go in there and and mess about with uh, the body of somebody of such significance at the time. And can you imagine how serious that crime would have been? Oh, to interfere with Rome. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. It leads us to this. I thought this was a very interesting clip as well. What is it about this nobody that so disturbs you? 
As you know, his corpse has been placed in the tomb of an elder. What do you mean, as you know? Is this true? A petition was made. You must have known the friction it would cause. Never crossed my mind. That That is interesting, that just even where Jesus' body ended up being was causing controversy at that time. Well, right, because uh, the religious authorities were believed that he was a heretic, right? Yeah. That he was claiming to be deity in saying he was the son of God. Uh, and he made even more profound claims than that when he said, before Abraham was, I am, which was hearkening back to Exodus and the burning bush and Moses and God saying, I am that I am. You know, they picked up stones to stone him. So, you know, for them to believe that about him, I think uh, they would have found it abhorrent for him to be put in a, in the tomb of a, of a man of notoriety. Of an elder. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, let's take a brief break. And when we come back, we've got another clip or two from AD, which will air tonight on Channel 5 at uh, 8 o'clock. Many people are looking forward to this. The resounding success of the, the first series, the Bible, just Unbelievable. I think it caught everybody, including some of the filmmakers who had uh, certainly high hopes for the series, but just absolutely set all kinds of, uh, of records on viewership. We'll talk more about AD, 8 o'clock tonight, of course, on Channel 5. We'll come back. I really appreciate Pastor Mike Bell joining us from the South Mountain Community Church. We have more to come, so stay right here. Okay, I'll be right there, guys. Hey. Oh, Deb, come on in. I thought you were the radon test guys. The who test guys? Didn't you see the paper Sunday? The Surgeon General issued another warning. Oh, like the cigarette warning? Exactly. Only now they're saying radon causes lung cancer. For non-smokers like us, radon is the number one cause of lung cancer. You're kidding me, right? I have a smoke-free home and my family can still get cancer from radon? Yep. That's why the Surgeon General says every home should be tested for radon. But I don't smell any radon in my house. No, nobody can smell radon. It's odorless, colorless, and tasteless. It just comes up from underground and seeps into your house. Oh, great. No, no, hey, it's no big deal. Even if they find high levels of radon, it can easily be fixed. My brother just had his house fixed. Now that's the radon test, guys. So how did you find them? First, you go to the EPA website. Learn more. Visit the EPA at epa.gov slash radon. That's epa.gov slash radon. Mommy, I'll get it. Oh, I'll be right there. Me too. Spend more time with Doug Wright for his insightful ideas and Utah values every weekday morning from 9 till noon on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. So good to have you along on the program tonight at 8 o'clock on our sister station, Channel 5, the debut of AD, uh, Episode 1, Part 1. And a most interesting conversation is unfolding, at least for me, here at KSL this morning with Pastor Mike Bell who is with the South Mountain Community Church, also the National Director of Hungry for Life. We were just talking about the success of the Bible, the initial series and and episodes. It really was amazing. You know, critics tend to be hard on almost everything, and they were somewhat hard on the Bible. But the success of it is phenomenal. Yeah, 100 million cumulative views at this point. Uh, And when episode one aired, uh, 13.1 million people watched it, which was the largest audience for a cable debut like that to date. Even though, you know, the critical reviews were um, mixed, um, certainly people wanted to see that series and did. Can you imagine 
what the numbers might be tonight with it being Easter Sunday and to have it in a a primetime position on NBC at 8 o'clock this evening. What does this mean for you, for your congregation? You mentioned how much you, you enjoy this history and, you know, just really dig into it. How does it touch your flock? Well, it's going to be interesting to see how it's received and how many people watch it. Um, I've actually been promoting this more than I have in the past. I was a little disappointed or a lot disappointed with Noah and (laughs) and with the Exodus uh, material. I, I think sometimes Hollywood goes crazy in trying to tweak things in the wrong direction uh, whereas Mark Burnett and Roma Downey have done a, a good job of trying to safeguard. You know, there, there sometimes are things that they've either changed or left out in, in, for instance, in the Bible that were a little puzzling to me, but it really didn't affect anything significantly in the storyline. With this, uh, I'm going to be super curious how um, they claim that it's going to be 50 to 55 percent Book of Acts you know, um, second part of Luke's gospel, basically, part B, um, and that the rest is going to be from other historical material. And, uh, you know, that's not exactly uh, a voluminous amount of material to draw from, probably Josephus, an early Mm -hmm. Jewish historian writing for the Romans. I'm sure they're going to draw from that. But to see how accurate they are and and to hear them speak about this up to this point, it sounds like they're really trying to be true to what the Book of Acts says. Let's uh, listen to one more uh, clip from A.D., and uh, just uh, chat a little bit about this. Doesn't matter that you weren't there. He understood our weakness. He loved us for it. Died for it. None of this matters now. You heard the zealot. We need to leave before they find us. Before it's our turn to look down from Golgotha. You look at how many times you will have a movement, you will have a company. You will have whatever it, it might be. And when it loses its charismatic leader, mm. all of a sudden things just are never, ever the same, and it tends to die on the vine. This obviously did not. How serious was the defection after Christ died? Well, based on the, what the book of Acts tells us, the, <laughs> it was significant. I mean, they scattered. They never really understood exactly what Jesus was trying to tell them. Um, this was outside of their wheelhouse, you know, uh, mm-hmm. trying to understand a resurrection. They weren't expecting that of the Messiah. They were expecting him to be a conquering king. And especially at that time period, everybody was waiting for that. You know, the Messiah was going to come and throw the, the the yoke of the Romans off. So they, they scattered at first, but something brought them back together. And, of course, uh, we believe that that was the resurrection and that they saw him raised from the dead bodily – and that changed it dramatically changed them, and so you have twelve twelve men and a and a myriad of other followers who uh somehow turned the Roman world upside down yeah. after scattering and a movement that started with just a handful of people became two point five billion people on planet Earth who, in some way, shape, or form, have faith in Jesus Christ. How does that happen? A bunch of ignorant fishermen and a right. couple of other unseemly types tax um, collectors yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We so sadly are almost out of time, and I have so enjoyed the conversation, and I'm sure our listeners have too. After Jesus died, after the resurrection, there are individuals, James, uh, certainly Peter, mm-hmm. and and Paul, mm-hmm. who seem to play a very, very pivotal role. Was there one that probably was, was the glue, maybe 
inspiration, the the finger of God, however you want to view it, that was put there in place that was the glue that kept this together and enabled now the billions of Christians to exist? I think actually you, you, you really are talking about a, it was a group effort. Um, none of these individuals appear to believe themselves to be the pivot point going forward. Um, James has a remarkable reputation in the early church literature as the leader of the Jerusalem congregation, which ironically was 100% Jewish until Acts chapter 10. You know, it's, yeah. it, the, the tables have sort of turned in that regard these days. But, you know, they all had very different roles to play. Paul was the guy who hit the, hit the road and, and brought the, the good news of the kingdom of God and of Jesus to the Gentiles, the non-Jews. Peter sort of played a, a bridge role in that. Peter was the first one to discover that um, God actually cared about the Gentiles. This was mm-hmm. revolutionary to the Jewish mindset that the Samaritans and then, then the Gentiles yeah. would actually be accepted by God. So they all had very unique roles to play in, in the narrative. This has been most fascinating. And, uh, Pastor, I really do appreciate you joining us on this Easter Sunday. I wish you a very joyous and a, and a happy day to you and your congregation. And we'll all be watching A.D. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Same to you, Doug. Thanks for having me. A.D. will air tonight, the first episode on our sister station, Channel 5. And that will be at uh, 8 o'clock tonight. And from all of us here at KSL, have a very, very happy Easter. And happy Easter. It's 925 in the KSL 24-hour newsroom. I'm Dan Jessup. KSL's top national story this hour from ABC News. The NCAA championship game is set for Monday night. Final four action yesterday after Duke dominated Michigan State. Wisconsin surprised Kentucky 71-64. to Wisconsin forward Sam Decker talks about the win over Kentucky. I just knew we had a shot for the national title and we got over this hump. You know, this felt like forever ago that we got to this point and just were stuck. And um, you know, so happy to be you know with these guys in this position again. And uh, now, one step away from a national title, it, it feels pretty sweet. Last dance of the big dance, Duke, Wisconsin, for the NCAA championship Monday night. Pope Francis calls for more religious tolerance during Easter celebrations in St. Peter's Square. Buona Pasqua. After wishing happy Easter to the 50,000 or so rain-soaked onlookers in St. Peter's Square, Pope Francis called for peace in Syria, Iraq, Libya, and other nations, and for the world to do more in the face of the persecution of Christians. Francis made special reference to the killings on Thursday of almost 150 students, many Christian, at Garissa University College in Kenya. The Pope also spoke out against victims of drug dealers and exploitation. Megan Williams, ABC News, Rome. Now, police are focused on LDS general conference crowds in downtown Salt Lake City again today as an extra 100,000 people from all over the world are here for uh, general conference. SLPD urges you to take front runner or tracks if possible and if you do drive, watch for pedestrians and know there will be traffic congestion and some road closures. And the 185th annual general conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints wraps up with two sessions today. At last night's general priesthood session of conference, President Dieter F. Uchtdorf said members should attend church for the right reasons. The church is not an automobile showroom, a place to put ourselves on display so that others can admire our spirituality, capacity, or prosperity. It is more like a service center where vehicles in need of repair come for maintenance 
and rehabilitation. Now you can listen to today's sessions at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., and then Mary Richards will recap each session at noon and again at 4 p.m. following conference right here on KSL News Radio. Coming up on KSL News Radio, plenty of sunshine for Easter Sunday. We'll check your KSL weather forecast next. KSL News Time, 928. You get home and get to work faster by staying out of traffic backups. That's why you use triple team traffic mornings and afternoons on KSL News Radio. Get more help on the way to work. We have triple the resources. Three sets of eyes on the road. We'll break in as often as it takes, keeping you out of those backups. Triple Team Traffic, mornings and afternoons on KSL News Radio. Traffic and weather together brought to you by your Utah Toyota dealers. We are in good shape on the roads. A lot of congestion in downtown Salt Lake City as people making their way into the downtown area to the conference center for a general conference session at 10 o'clock this morning. Mostly sunny for this Easter Sunday, 6 67 will be the high. Some clouds moving in overnight tonight. Tomorrow, look for some isolated showers and 58. Warming to 64 Tuesday, then a chance of showers Tuesday night and into Wednesday. Things are going to cool off a bit, so we can expect some showers Tuesday, Wednesday, and into Thursday. Maybe even some snow in the mountains. This hour in St. George, 48. Provo has 48. Ogden, 49. And in Salt Lake City, it's 59 degrees. Music in the Spoken Word is on the way next from KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Hey, did you see these coupons? Oh, Smith's, right? Yeah, we get those. Low prices and fuel points, too. And their brands are a great value. You know, we used to talk about designer shoes. Yeah, but that was. Hey, Mom, look at me! Before kids. <laughs> Head to Smith's this week and bring home 16-ounce cartons of fresh strawberries. Now four for $5 with your rewards card. Low prices. Market fresh at Smith's. The Smith's Case Lot Sale is back. Head in and stock up on favorites like select Libby's Vegetables. Get a case of 12 cans for just $5.99. Limit two cases. And bring home 48 cans of select varieties of bumblebee chunk light tuna for only $24. Limit two cases. That's only 50 cents a can when you buy the case. So stop by and save now with your rewards card. But hurry, the Smith's Case Lot sale ends soon. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Historic Temple Square in Salt Lake City, we welcome you to Music and the Spoken Word with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Conducting today's program is Mac Wilbur with guest artist Stanford Olson, organist Clay Christiansen, and the Spoken Word by Lloyd Newell.
We celebrate today the renewal of life and the rekindling of hope. The joyful music of Easter teaches us that life is an everlasting gift. The challenges and sorrows of this world are only temporary, and they are replaced by a perfect brightness of hope in our souls at Easter time.
beside the temple there, I heard the children singing, and ever as they sang, I thought the voice of angels from heaven
It's been said that God rewrites the book of Genesis every spring. In the beginning, takes on special meaning each year as we witness the renewed life, the rebirth, and the new beginnings that seem to be built into Earth's cycle of seasons. It's as if nature itself is trying to tell us that whatever we are going through, things can change, things can get better. No matter how long the winter, spring is sure to follow. The days will become a little brighter, the weather a little warmer, and life will be restored. Ultimately, it's a reminder of the hope expressed by Robert Browning. God's in his heaven, all's right with the world. We need that reassurance from time to time, especially in moments when life gets hard and all doesn't seem right with the world. When the fire of truth and faith has been extinguished, we need to know that it can be rekindled and burn again in our souls. When hearts have been broken and dreams shattered, we need to be reminded that they can be mended and rebuilt over time. Just as surely as brown grass, battered trees, and leafless shrubs can become green and blooming once again. We can believe in the promise of new life and renewed beginnings. In that spirit, a poet once observed, I wonder if the daffodil shrinks from the touch of frost, and when her veins grow stiff and still, she dreams that life is lost. Ah, if she does, how sweet a thing, her resurrection day in spring. That is the hope of this season. It is the assurance that nothing is ever permanently lost, that no one is forever gone. Indeed, heartbreak, discouragement, even death itself is not final, as long as we have hope in that resurrection day in spring. This is why we sing, Hail the day that sees us rise, from doubt to devotion, from fear to faith, from death to to
Today's performance continues the 86th year of this historic program. Please join us next time for music and the spoken word. Until we meet again, may peace be with you this day and always. This is the CBS Radio Network. You're not going to believe what's going on down here at the LDS Business College. Our enrollment is up 19% from last year. Here's why. One, at the Rocky Mountain Cyber Defense Competition, our IT students finished just behind Air Force, the four-time defending champs. Two, last month was our annual L2E Career Conference. We flew in some of the nation's leading business and spiritual giants to inspire us to build successful Christ-centered careers. We trended on Twitter worldwide for most of the day. That even blew my mind. Three, at this year's DECA competition, we took first in six out of 13 events and had the top two test scores overall. Four, NBC's The Voice contacted our social media students to help promote their show. Now, we would absolutely love to meet you. Discover your direction at LDS Business College. Hey, did you see these coupons? Oh, Smith's, right? Yeah, we get those. Low prices and fuel points, too. And their brands are a great value. You know, we used to talk about designer shoes. Yeah, but that was... Hey, Mom, look at me! Before kids. (laughs) Head to Smith's this week and bring home 16-ounce cartons of fresh strawberries. Now four for $5 with your rewards card. Low prices. Market fresh at Smith's. The Smith's Case Lot Sale is back. Head in and stock up on favorites like select Libby's Vegetables. Get a case of 12 cans for just $5.99. Limit two cases. And bring home 48 cans of select varieties of bumblebee chunk light tuna for only $24. Limit two cases. That's only 50 cents a can when you buy the case. So stop by and save now with your rewards card. But hurry, the Smith's Case Lot sale ends soon.